This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. Fasting. As I'm recording this podcast, we are in the middle of Lent, so revisiting the topic of fasting is something very relevant. Now, I find the modern take on fasting kind of curious. There are some who do it because it's obligatory. There are those who refuse to do it because it has traditionally been obligatory. There are some who will fast a day here and there for special occasions or when they need to be dedicated to prayer. There are those who fast regularly throughout the year. I'm probably missing some variations, but you get the picture. In our modern age, fasting is all over the place. So first, what is it? Quite simply, fasting is an abstaining. Most often it's from food, but it could be from anything, specifically from something that brings us pleasure. The idea of the fast is to deny yourself something you're accustomed to, enjoy, or even crave. Why? In part, to remind you to pray. In part, to suffer. Yes, that's right. And in part, to create discipline. I've done a lot of pondering on fasting over the years, but especially one year when my husband and I decided jointly to do a very traditional Lenten fast. In the past, I'd occasionally given something up for Lent, but it had never been as hard as this. Those 40 days stretched on forever, and it made me thoughtful about it. I know fasting isn't always looked upon favorably by everyone these days, and some people find it's not even recommended for them. But I have to say, I learned so much about myself, about my faith, and about the purpose of this practice when I began to do all this. First of all, yes, it did remind me to pray, because hunger has a way of sharpening us. Every time my belly growled, I would think about why I was hungry. But it was so much more than that. And it was more because it was hard. When I was hungry and just wanted to give up on the whole thing, I would think, all I'm doing is not eating until a given hour of the day. What is that compared to what Christ did for me? How hungry was he in the wilderness when he didn't eat at all for 40 days? How much did he suffer in those weeks leading up to the crucifixion when he knew what was coming? He did that for me, for us. And I'm complaining about being hungry for a few hours? No, our modern world is not big on suffering. Not only do we not want it, but we're also so very cynical about the forms of it that have traditionally been invited. Uh, I mean, we can recognize the value of physical exercise, even though it might hurt. But something like fasting? Uh, no. Many of us not only don't participate, we look down on those who do as being not as strong in the faith if they feel the need to do obligatory things. But here's the thing. We will suffer in life. Guaranteed, it will come. How will we handle it when it does? Part of the point of a fast is to have created in ourselves a discipline and a strength. Just like with physical exercise, we condition ourselves to withstand discomfort and pain. We condition ourselves so that when a true trial comes, our spiritual muscles aren't completely unaccustomed to it. Then there's temptation. One year, I had homeschool group the first Thursday of every month. One of the things my group always had available was a breakfast the moms could come in and grab between classes. That particular month, there were some delicious-looking options. I wanted to get something, 
It looked delicious. It was a temptation. And a mild one, really. I mean, a donut is not sinful. It's not forbidden. It was just something I had personally decided not to eat for 40 days. But as I sat there, not eating it, but really wanting to eat it, I realized this was practice. I was training myself. If I can resist small temptations, I will have trained myself to resist bigger ones. You know, the ones that actually matter. So what's the point of all this musing? Certainly not to say, you must fast. I'm never going to say that. I fully believe this sort of thing is between us and God. But I will say, maybe you should consider it. Ask God if there's something he'd like you to give up for a while. Spiritual exercise, discipline crafting. We recognize the value of doing that for our physical bodies, so why not our spiritual ones? And I will also say this. It seems that when fasting is part of a requirement, people get creative in finding ways to bend it, which totally defeats the purpose. Yes, it is hard. It's supposed to be. If you're bending rules to make it more manageable, you're defeating the purpose. Kind of like when I lay there on the workout bench doing nothing, but still counted as part of my 30 minutes. Not that I have ever done that. Maybe you fast sometimes. Maybe you don't. Maybe, like I've done in the past, you just give up something for Lent. Maybe you think it's legalistic and you are not embracing grace if you do that. Maybe you give up food for specific times, or maybe you can't give up food for medical reasons and instead give up television or fiction or something else. Whatever your opinion, I figure at some point we all need to stop and ponder the practice as a whole. It's something Jesus did, something Paul and the disciples did, often, according to 2 Corinthians 11.27, something the early church held in such high esteem it was some of the earliest teachings in the Didache, something that clearly is to be joined with prayer to achieve the greatest effects. Think of when Jesus said certain unclean spirits could only be cast out with prayer and fasting. Why? Because it draws us closer to the Lord. Where do you come down on the topic? Have you learned any lessons through fasting? Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by the Tea Party Book Club. Books, tea, great conversation, all from the convenience of your own home. To see what this month's book is and to reserve a seat, go to rosannamwhite.com and click the Tea Party Book Club tab or follow the link in the show notes. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv slash podcast for other shows I know you'll love.